Dope boy freedom, I feel liberated. What's going on? First and thirteen, guess I should shift the podcast. Don't got to set the mood on him, man. We're gonna do it a little different now. So when I see case. black, I see beautiful, I, I see power, no I see they strength in the weakest know. hours, I see fight in these measly cowards, I saw wealth in that vision well, but death in converted powder, guess it's double my boy Crook Brown. guess my conscience starting to eat at me, I'm acting happy with a song, song. session one. Me and the based on a true me story, and the both fighting for the same life, we are more, I'm for what niggas risk life back and forth. For the power to take it, and this what we adore. I'm starting to question the motive, cause I ain't slept good in years. Even through the tears, I had to keep focused. This shit crazy. So represent for your geography. But understand, we from the same country. So if you standing on the mound and they waiting on the curveball to hit them with the changeup, probably share the same philosophy. Most of this bullshit ain't changed much. Long as your feet touch the ground, keep good energy around and you can hit them with the change. Hey, what's going on? I'm J.A. and I want to welcome y'all to the first episode of the Shifter Podcast. I created this podcast to have the conversations that I feel are needed to shift the mindset in the direction of the black community. Being involved in some of the things that I've been involved in for the last couple of years, which, you know, we'll touch on some of that later on, but... It's a lot of conversations that aren't had in our community. It's a lot of conversations that we don't know how to have or that make us so uncomfortable that we just ignore them all together. Um, in today's society, we know, and it's easy to see, how us as the black community is viewed, how we're handled, and how we're used. But the problem comes in where all of our actions, and you really can't call them actions, all of our reactions are based in emotion. It's no logic most of the time. It's no strategy. It's no plan. It's just a lot of emotion. Emotions are needed, but when you're talking about progress and moving to the next level, whether it be physically, financially, mentally, spiritually, progression doesn't involve emotions. It's logical thinking, coming up with a strategy and a plan, and executing. That's all it is. So, today I want to just jump right into it. Um, first question I want to ask to each of us, or to everybody on an individual basis. Are you building wealth, or are you hoping to be saved? What do I mean by that? What I mean is, is your plan for wealth for you or for future generations. So when I say that, I'm saying, do you want money now so you can travel, do this, buy this, you know, fit the mold of what P. 
people think success is today. Do you want to look good? You want to buy a new car? You want to buy a new house? Or are you mapping out a plan so that your future generations can live better than you and can build onto that wealth quicker than you? And I think that's a that's a key point because nowadays everybody a hustler. Everybody got some plan to get some bread ASAP. Now, whether a lot of that stuff makes sense, whether it's logical, who knows? But is that plan for the now or is it for the tomorrow? Now, if you're a single person, you don't have kids, you don't have plans of having kids, you know, that's fine. Get your bread how you get your bread. Get your bread now. Live it up. Do what you do. But for a lot of us who have generations coming behind us, we have to think more strategically about what we're trying to do to build wealth. Not only for the now, because everybody want to live comfortable. You want to work hard. You want to work hard, get your money, and be able to enjoy that. But we have to realize that it's not all about the right now. If you have, you know, generations coming behind you. And for some people, their generations, those generations behind you, may not necessarily be your kids. And you may have younger siblings, nieces, nephews, whatever. I'm pretty sure everybody wants the people that's directly connected to them family-wise or, you know, uh, chosen family-wise to live better. So it's a couple of things that just through my research and my living, you know, almost 40 years, um, almost, not quite, um, just some things that I came across and some things that I've been able to apply and also some things I've been able to pass on to other people and watch them apply and elevate their situations. Um, so the first thing I want to hit on is something that I know in the black community is it's one of those things that we don't like to talk about because when you talk about death, it kind of brings a lot of... Uh, Bad feelings, hurt, trauma, all that. Um, but it's something you got to deal with. So if you have to deal with it, why not deal with it um, strategically? So kind of the first thing I want to talk about is life insurance. You know, yeah, you healthy today. You may feel good. You may have no health issues. But bad health is not the only way people die these days. Got car accidents, you know, shootings, killings. We got a, a, a lot of different ways you can get up out of here. But is your, or do you have a plan for when, it's, for when your time is up for everybody else? Something that... I won't say it bothers me because everybody's situation is different, but something that kind of makes me feel a kind of a certain kind of way is when I see people who, when they were alive, living day-to-day life, you thought 
or it came across like they had it. They had it all together. But then when they transition, all of a sudden it's a GoFundMe up to pay for expenses, um, burial, stuff like that. And if you, you know, you do what you have to do at the end of the day. But I'm pretty sure in a lot of those circumstances, having that burden was avoidable. Because you got to realize when you die, somebody else has the burden to take care of, you know, whether it be your funeral, cremation, uh, whatever. Somebody else has that burden to take care of that. So don't be selfish and feel like, oh, they got it. I ain't worried about it. Nah, if you are one of the type of people who feels like it's important to take care of your people, take care, take care of them in that moment as well. Me taking care of my family doesn't just stop with me going out here in this world, getting this bread and bringing it back home. Me taking care of my family is also something that I plan to do after I leave here. So do you have a life insurance policy? I'm not saying they have to be half a million dollars. I'm not saying they got to be $250,000. not saying they got to be $100,000. But do you have something to ease that burden on your family when you get up out of here? Do you have a will in place? If you do have assets, even if you don't have assets or you don't have what you feel are assets, if you own anything, you got to understand a lot of family issues and family beef and bickering and all that back and forth and stuff happens when somebody dies and they don't have stuff in place. I've literally saw people argue and get into it with family members for stuff as small as a TV. Stuff as small as pictures. Now, all understand that's the dumbest shit in the world to be arguing with your sister, your brother, your auntie, your uncle, whoever. That's the, that's some dumb shit to be arguing about. A TV that you can go down to Walmart and get for two fifty, three hundred dollars. But we have to be responsible enough. To have that stuff in place so that when we leave here, you can't be mad at nobody but me if you didn't get whatever. Be mad at me. And at that point, I don't care. I'm gone. But y'all not going to be running around here mad at each other about it. We're not doing that. So do you have a will in place? Life insurance policy and a will. Ease that burden on your family. And I had a conversation with somebody um, years ago. And this particular person is well off. A millionaire. But what he told me was his family didn't come into that money by 
owning or creating some cutting edge business or anything like that. His family got their first taste of wealth from a life insurance policy. And they were able to build on that. A life insurance policy that this person's great-grandfather left their grandparents and then their grandparents built on it and when they passed they left something to his parents his parents built on it and now we're talking somebody who don't have to go clock into a job and his kids don't have to go clock into a job ever in their life they create businesses and it all started from a life insurance policy think about the head start you would have in your life if somebody just handed you half a million just handed it to you would you be selfish and go out and just blow it by a lot live life or would you be smart enough to of course yeah go out and enjoy live life but build on that and then set it up so that who your kids or whoever coming behind you got that plus some to build on generational wealth Everybody want to talk about generational wealth. Generational wealth doesn't always come from uh, stocks and, you know, real estate. It's other ways to get the generational wealth. But that goes back to what I said. Is, is your gener- your idea of generational wealth, is it, or your idea of wealth, is it for you or is it for your future generations? If it's for you, you are already, you, you, you dead in the water. But if it's for your future generations, think about how they're going to get that wealth. And you should make that transition of finance and wealth as easy as possible. What's easier than you handing them a bag from something that is naturally going to happen to all of us? All of us going to die. So when I die, why not my death hand my kids half a meal? Makes sense to me. Um, second thing I want to hit on is something that I feel like everybody should have. Whether you've got a, a business idea or if you have a business or not, everybody should have an LLC. Everybody. I don't care if you ain't, you don't build a house, you don't, uh, you don't Airbnb, you don't have Turo, you don't have no business. At all. Get you an LLC. Let me explain to you why. Having an LLC, you're able to build credit that's completely separate from your personal credit. Completely separate. And you can use that business credit that is separate from your personal credit. Understand what I'm saying? I'm saying separate for a reason. And I'm stressing that for a reason. But you can use that business credit, leverage it, and gain assets as well as fix your personal credit. You're also able to benefit from free money. Everybody was running around here talking about the PPP, PPP, PPP. Where the people, whether they had legit businesses or not, but the people who were smart enough to go out and get LLCs, it was nothing for them to get a PPP loan. And get it forgiven. And nobody's looking twice. It was everybody who had to do the extra shit. 
that's getting jammed up. The government gives free money. We got to get out of, I know everybody now is on the, you know, fuck the government. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, that's cool. I feel that. But at the same time, get out your emotions. And let's take advantage of what they got going on. I think a lot of times in the black community, we get so caught up on pointing the finger and trying to judge the advantages or how other people take advantage of stuff that's in place that we don't sit back and look at it like, hold on, wait a minute. Why can't I do the same thing? We get so upset and emotional about how the system set up and try, instead of trying to use the system to benefit us. We got to step out of that and realize, man, the same way they're going to get this bag, I, maybe I need to chill out for a minute and, and, and check out how they how they moving. And let me try to apply some of that to my situation. That is true story. This is a true story. Like I said, when I come into information, I don't have a problem with passing it on to people. Even if I can't apply it in that moment, I'm going to get it to somebody. Maybe they can apply it. So this is no bullshit. In a six-month time frame, I came, I came into some information, came into a process of, of making some making some things happen. Business-wise, you know, it's setting up certain, certain situations. I gave that game to my partner. Now, when I tell you I watched my partner apply this shit and run up, Probably a little, a little more or around 150k in free money in six months. I'm not bullshit. Ain't gonna call the name. Ain't gonna put the shit out there. But I'm not bullshit. But it all came from applying information and using the game the same way they use the game. Now we talking. That's in six months. Imagine if, imagine if we run that same play for six years. That's what they do. So we have to start taking this information that's out there. Because none, none of this stuff is secret knowledge. They're not hiding this stuff. It's just we choosing not to apply it. If you're not in a position to apply something today, if you're not in a position right now to say, okay, I'm going to go get me go get me 400 k worth of life insurance. If you're not in a position now where you can save up, and be able to pay for that monthly. If you're not in that position, you definitely need to be finding a way to get in that position. Life insurance is not expensive. It's not. If you cut out a lot of the bullshit that you do, a lot of the habits you got, I guarantee you can afford it. And I won't even say cut them out. Just ease up on them a little bit. Getting the LLC is free. It's no reason every black person in this country should not have an LLC. It's free. And depending on what state you live in, you may pay a little fee to register it, but it's not much. I guarantee you spend more on a pair of shoes than you spend on getting your LLC registered. It's free to open a bank account. And I'm going to put you up on something else. Don't let the bank account just sit. If you work a nine to five job and you start you start your LLC, you get it registered through your state, set up automatic drafts on your payday from your personal banking account to your business banking account. So that way, to the bank, 
you got to look at some of this stuff from the perspective of the bank or the lender. So to that bank, it looks like your business got some income coming in. Do that for a couple of months. Open you some net 30 accounts. Granger, Quill. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of places that give net 30 accounts so that you can build that business profile. The stuff that you go to Walmart and buy, just buy it from there. You got 30 days to pay it. You know, toilet tissue, plates, all the, every, all the little household stuff. Just buy it from there. You got 30 days to pay it off. And in the meantime, you build a business credit. Apply that. It's easy. Easy and free money that's out there. Now, imagine you building your business profile, your business credit profile. That bank see you have income coming in. Now, your bank account looking good. Your credit profile looking good. Now, you can go run up some credit. And you can take that a step further. And this is what my partner did. And this was the smartest, this was the, one of the, this was a smart ass play that he did. He took a little bread. I can't remember how exactly how much it was, but for the sake of, but for the sake of, let's say it was 15K. It was somewhere around there. Took 15K after he got his LLC set up, after he got his bank account set up. Took 15K and opened a secure, a secure business credit card. So now not only are you building the credit, with those net 30 accounts. Now it looked like you got a 15K credit card on your business profile. Now to these banks, they don't know if you go to apply for business credit, they don't know that it was a secure card that you just threw your bread in. All they see is you got a 15K credit limit on a card. So now they feel better about giving you money. It's a hack to this shit. Let's get out of our feelings and start getting this bread. If we truly want to build generational wealth, we have to apply some of this stuff. But if you just want to get some bread and go party, maybe this ain't for you. But I'm pretty sure if you even had the had the sense to tap into this, that means you think on another level, more than likely. And if you don't think on a, if you didn't think on another level, I hope you thinking on one now. It's easy, easy money. And it don't cost you, it costs you little of nothing to do this stuff. But there's just easy ways to set yourself up and your future generations up for some type of better living. Easy. I'm not finna be the one to tell you to run out here, you know, start doing, start getting, buy some cars, put it on Turo, buy some Airbnbs. Nah, that ain't for everybody. Running a business ain't for everybody. People get on social media and tell you, oh, if you got $200 to buy a pair of Jordans, you can start a business for 200 Maybe running a business ain't everybody's thing. That's not everybody's thing. So if that ain't somebody's thing and they want to spend that $200 on a pair of Jordans to feel good, do that. But just have some type of plan in place. Everything ain't cookie cutter. Why am I going to tell you to go start a business when I know you can't even run your own house? How you going to run a business? But what you can do, Spend seventy, eighty, hundred, hundred fifty dollars a month on some life insurance. What you can do is open up your LLC, pay a little registration fee to the state, open your bank account in your business name, run up some credit, then use that credit, purchase you some land, 
purchase you some cars for Turo then? That's what you can do. Use that credit, leverage it to fix your personal credit. So now you got good personal credit and good business credit. That's what you can do. So it's just something to think about, man. Like I said, whole reason for me doing this is to shift our way of thinking and hopefully shift the mindset. So, as I said, if I go out and pay for information, I'm willing to give it out for free. Because I want to see everybody win. Whatever your definition or what your idea of success is, I want to see everybody in the black community get that. I don't care what it is. I don't care if your idea of success is partying every weekend, hitting the club every weekend, hitting the strip club, hitting the booty club. Whatever your idea of success is, if that's what you want to do, hey, bro, I want to see you happy. I want to see you do that. So if I got any information that's going to help you do that, I'm going to pass it on. So with that said, I got some information on the step-by-step process on how to start your LLC and how to build business credit. You don't have to do no thinking. You don't have to guess. You don't have to go do no extra research. This is a step-by-step process on how to do it, how to build business credit. And um, I think it's a 60-day process. It's a 30 or 60-day um, process to run up. Uh, I think it's 60K. I can't remember the exact numbers. Um, I ain't looked at it in a minute. But ain't no thinking to this. Like everybody want to give you half information. I'm giving you the whole play. This how you do it. All you got to do is email me um, at uh, the shifter podcast at gmail.com. Just, you know, put in there business information or, you know, send me business information and I'm going to shoot it to you. I don't, I'm not asking for no cash up. I ain't asking for none of that. Like I said, if I get got information, I'm going to get it to the people for free. So if you need that, again, hit me up at the shifter podcast at gmail, gmail.com and I'm going to get that out to you ASAP. Um, so again, man. Appreciate y'all for tapping in to the first episode. Like I said, we gonna, I'm going to try my best to, um, you know, make every episode better and better. I'm not a podcaster, so you got to bear with me a little bit. Um, working on getting the video portion of it up. Um, working on the studio setup and all that. So, you know, just bear with me, man. Y'all keep tuning in. If you found any of this information useful or something that you think can help somebody else, you know, tap into another way of thinking. Go ahead and share it with them. Um, you know, we own uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. So, YouTube, all that. So, like I said, if you can find, if you find this help, helpful or you think somebody else can find it helpful, man, please share it with them. And like I said, you need the information, make sure you hit me up and, you know, I'll get with you next time. Later on.